Hi guys, welcome to Uncomfortable. The goal here is to have honest conversations about the issues dividing America. And great news for you listeners, all of our episodes are now available on the TuneIn app. All the episodes available there five days early. So download the TuneIn app and listen for free. Hey everybody, I'm Amna, the host of Uncomfortable. And I'm Alyssa, the producer of Uncomfortable. So this week we're going to look back at our last Kind of our last two episodes, we had a special episode uh, in between our regularly scheduled ones. Address some of the viewer feedback that we got and try to answer some of your questions. So last Tuesday, we released Michael Medved's episode. Um, Noted conservative (laughs) in the talk radio space has a huge following. Massive. Enormous amount of people listen to him, tune in every single day. Um, And he has some, some thoughts about the administration, uh, the presidency, he's he's a conservative who's not afraid to disagree with President Trump. Right. And he has said a lot of other conservatives have attacked him for that very reason. He has expressed his concerns about this president and this presidency. He's maintained those concerns. So we had a really good conversation, like a reasonable, thoughtful conversation. It I is. Thought. And for a person who's known as a thoughtful conservative, <laughs> I think that's, you know, it, it was as expected. Um, there were no major revelations, no shocks coming out of that, nothing that really floored either of us, I think. No. And so somewhat disappointingly, there were very few comments right. in response to that episode, which I think says a lot about where we are as a country. It was like, unless something either disappoints or shocks or offends you or comes right in line with what you believe to be true, y'all don't write in. Right. I mean, the the title of the episode alone, right? I want and pray for President Trump's success. So Medved was hopeful. He also, you know, shared with us his concerns. So you can go back and check out that episode. Maybe you'll have feelings now. Michael Medved, it was a really good conversation. And I have to say for someone who occupies a very unique space in conservative America right now was fascinating to me. Um, One of the more, I thought, powerful comments we got, though, was from a woman named Tamsin. Yes. Who wrote in to share (laughs) that she, too, had never seen a single episode of Game of Thrones. Right. Which did come up in our conversation. And if for nothing else, you should tune in and listen to Michael Medved's interview with Amna (laughs) just to hear him describe our current political situation, uh, liken it and ascribe it to Game of Thrones. Yes. Twice. Twice. He did that twice in the episode. (laughs) There you go. Michael Medved. So the other episode uh, we taped last week um, was kind of something we personally, both of us felt very strongly adding to the schedule, uh, was a conversation about the current or uh, last week's current battle between the NFL, NFL players protesting on the sidelines during the national anthem and some remarks that President Trump made. And you guys had a lot of lot of feelings about this one, a lot of comments weighing in on both sides of the debate of this one, which is not unusual given the level of interest that we saw in this story last week. And we I don't call it a story because it sounds kind of dismissive. There's obviously a lot of very serious issues underpinning why those protests are being taken in the first place, why Colin Kaepernick started them back in 2016, why they persist to this day. And we need to talk about those, too. So hopefully in a future episode, we can do that. But some of you guys wrote in to talk about the conversation that we were having last week. Also, we should mention uh, last week's episode on this topic uh, was an interview with Amna and Elsie Granderson on an ESPN anchor. Um, And Elsie is an old friend of ours. We have done months and months and months of political coverage together. We covered campaign 2016 together as well. So he comes at it from a very interesting perspective of being able to 
speak to the intersection of sports and politics. And that's what we talked about, whether right. you can actually separate politics from sports these days. Right. So let's uh, let's hear from some of the comments. Um, so one person wrote in, uh, you don't watch NFL for the anthem. So if you don't like the kneeling, just ignore it like you do racism and police brutality. It's a very pointed pointed point of view right there. But this is unpacking exactly the way a lot of people feel, which is the whole purpose of the protests was to call attention to something that we don't talk about enough in America, about over-policing in communities of color, about police brutality, about the treatment of, and uh, certainly the string of, of uh, murders of unarmed black men at the hands of policemen that were very high profile. And, and we have to talk about those too. But to his larger point here, he's right. If, if you don't want to watch people kneeling in protest, don't watch. You can easily ignore it in right? this day and age. Um, yeah, one other commenter wrote in, this is what it is about. Kneeling, go back in history. It's a, it's a sign not of disrespect, but bringing awareness to injustice. People need to know their history and stop saying it is disrespect to the flag. And this gets to the other point, right, which is that the criticism of the protest right off the bat was that it's disrespectful to the flag. And... The counterpoint to that is it's they're not giving the middle finger to the flag. They're not turning their backs on the flag. They are choosing to say, I cannot stand in the way that I have been instructed to for this national anthem when I don't feel that this flag protects me as an American. And kneeling is not technically a sign of disrespect. Kneeling in a lot of cultures is actually a sign of respect. But this whole conversation has become about what's respectful and what is not, and not about what the protests are meant to represent in the first place. Right. And LZ's closing words to us last week, come this time next week, if we're still talking about who was kneeling and who wasn't kneeling and who supports what, we're not talking about the right conversation. Right. The conversation should be about the injustice that's happening in the world. Right. Okay. Do this last comment too? Oh, Real yeah, quick. sure. This was the other big piece of criticism we had was uh, someone wrote in to say, quote, there are much more important issues than the NFL, Mr. President. You need to forget the NFL and pay attention to health care, the budget, all the floods and hurricanes and much more. So next week, um, we have David Litt joining us. He is a <laughs> former Obama, President Obama speechwriter, um, currently uh, the head of Funnier Dies DC division. And he was, I got it, it was kind of a fun conversation because he, his whole memoir uh, called Thanks Obama is all about his time as, by his own admission, a very unqualified, <laughs> like very young staffer who was, for a number of reasons and circumstances colliding, who found himself in that position of being able to write words for the president of the United States. And he was pretty funny about it. Absolutely. And he had some really, really interesting anecdotes that he shared about kind of his his first, you know, time going in and uh, being given a speech to write for President Obama, how he interacted with him, what the overall dynamics in the office and within the administration, how that was, you know, playing out in real time. Um, it was a really uh, interesting perspective on Obama's time. It was. And also by his own admission, he wasn't one of like the power players. He wasn't in the inner circle. So he felt like he could be funny about it and share embarrassing stories and talk about what it was like to have a seat at the table without really being one of the key decision makers. But we, you know, for a funny book, we talked about a lot of the other issues kind of surrounding his career and the way he got where he was. We talked about the idea of privilege. We talked about sexism in the White House. We talked about why the one of the most celebrated recent White House speechwriting teams for America's first black president 
were all white males in the first administration, <laughs> like how that happened and came to be. He was very self-aware of that fact, too. He was. He said some pretty interesting things. Actually, take a listen to this one quick clip to our interview with David Litt. January 3rd, 2008, I was on a plane watching CNN on television, mm-hmm. um, and it was the night of the Iowa caucuses, and there was nothing else on TV. And so I watched Barack Obama give his victory speech that night. And it really was one of those moments when you can feel your life do a 180. I mean, within two minutes, I was like, okay, whatever that person is doing, I want to be a part of that. And by the time we landed, I was one of those people that would not shut up about Barack Obama. And as you can see from the fact that I've written a book about it called Thanks, Obama, I have stayed that way ever since. So there you go. That is David Litt coming up on the next episode of Uncomfortable. Hey guys, lots of new content coming at you, so be sure to keep checking back with us. Subscribe, rate, review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on TuneIn now. Uh, You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, and of course, abcnews.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Uncomfortable. Each of our episodes is now available on the TuneIn app. TuneIn is a free mobile audio app available across iOS, Android, and Windows. Download it for free today and listen to the latest episodes of Uncomfortable five days before they're released. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and at abcnews.com. And if you like what we're doing, take a minute, leave us a rating and a quick review. It helps others to find these conversations, and we really just want to hear what you think. Plus, we have made it easy. Just click on the link in the description of this episode. And if you have an idea for a show topic or a guest, leave it in the reviews. Or you can tweet at me, at Navazistan. That's N-A-W-A-Z-I-S-T-A-N. Or use our hashtag, Uncomfortable Talk. Uncomfortable is a product of ABC News. New episodes post every two weeks on Tuesday mornings. And don't forget, episodes are released five days early on the TuneIn app. I'm Amna Navaz. Thanks for listening.